You're listening to the Shed Some Light Podcast, where the beers are kept cold and the conversation is always flowing. Coming to you live, it's Michael and Jack. Sit back, relax, and grab a cold one. It's time to get started. Shed some light, episode 209, coming to you. Maybe you're listening to this Friday evening. Maybe it's Saturday morning. Regardless of the time you're listening, thank you for tuning in. I would like to officially welcome everyone to eggnog season. Let's some go. Nog some eggs, baby. <laughs> first time, uh, last year was, the I think, the first time in my life that I had that, and it's actually good. Yeah, eggnog needs a, uh, I've talked about this a lot before with other foods, but needs like a PR rebrand. Yeah, yeah. Because like, it sounds disgusting. I might I might just drop egg, and just if we nog. called it like the nog, like I'm going to the store, what do you need? Like, just give, give me some nog. nog. I got hammed off the nog last yeah. night, dude. Yeah, I could dig, I could dig that. <laughs> Although, getting hammered on eggnog is a wild move, because like I don't think I could have more than like five ounces at a time of it. Like, it's a rich, creamy type of... Yeah, I'd feel like shit the next morning, for sure. Probably, yeah. Speaking of feeling like shit, I'm giving props to, to us two, because we're we're both... You could probably... Everybody could probably tell. Kind of a little sick, but we're battling through it for, uh, for the loyal listeners. So we're here, uh, jumping right into some sports talk. We got a lot to discuss today. I got NFL football, college football, college basketball. We got the World Cup. What do you want to start with? Lead, Baseball me, lead me to the promised land. Okay, I'm just going to start right off the bat. Um, I'm going to get some college basketball talk out of the way because I don't have too much to say other than I wanted to give a shout-out to Grinnell College. I don't know if you saw this. I'm not even really sure where this school is located, but uh, earlier in the week, they set an NCAA record. They uh, attempted 111 three-pointers in a game. Dude. <laughs> I don't know what's more impressive. The fact that they attempted 111 or the fact, that, like, three-pointers, 111 three-pointers, yeah. or the fact that they got off 111 shots. Well, uh, they were playing... Uh, Emmaus Bible College. Okay. You want to know the final score of the game? It The final score, after you hear that they took 111 three-pointers, the final score shocked me. If they didn't score over 100, I'm pissed. They did score over 100, but not a lot. 100, 110 to 62. You were really close. Yeah? 124 to 67. Okay. I, I want to go back and watch. I got to watch the game film of this now. Like, I, are they just pulling up? I don't know. I didn't see any highlights. I just saw, like, that headline. Like, they got to just be chucking, right? I would assume so. But the, the fact h- that they 127, you said? 124 points, and they put up 111 three-pointers. Is that divisible by three? 124? Uh, well, they, they clearly didn't score only three-pointers. But I thought they would have put up more yeah, than a, a no. buck twenty-four. Yeah, me too. I was. I want to know the field goal percentage. I know. I was gonna look into that, but what, I. What college are we talking? Grinnell, Grinnell College versus Emmaus Bible College. 
absolutely electric weeknight game. I don't even know how to Emmaus. E M M A U S. E. Well, that was my first problem. Yeah, I didn't do a statistical deep dive on this, but when I saw 111 three pointers, I was thinking the score they were putting up at least 150. Okay, let me let me do the deep dive here. What are we looking at stats wise here? They, if, if they if they shot like 30 percent, 40 for 111. That's pretty good. So that that means they scored four points on not three pointers. Wow. Is that? Do they not have a big man? Uh, they. Hold on, wait. They didn't attempt a two-point field goal. So where they the shot four, four free throws. <laughs> they that's I fucking love this team. This is my new favorite team in college basketball. I I would have thrived they, on that. Team. They shot 111 times. Every single one of them was a three-point shot. Dude, I I could have gotten a scholarship there. I I back in the day, dude. I drained three pointers, and I was just not very good at anything else. Dude, yes. And I just clicked on the guy that had the uh, most amount of points. Awesome. Awesome, dude. Got a little, like, kind of curly fro, white guy, headband. Yes. Let's go, dude. Yes, dude. Adam where, Phillips. Where is Grinnell Shocking. College located? Can we get a quick stat check on that? Uh, that is a great question. I'm going to guess Wisconsin because this guy's from Wisconsin. Let's see. Grinnell College. Bad radio here. I know we're uh, just filling some airwaves. Let's see what we got. It was founded when a group of New England trustee, Iowa? Iowa. Oh, that makes even more sense. Iowa. Let's go. They said it was an NCAA record. Yeah, that's what I said. Let's go. Shout to Grinnell. I love that. Big time. Big time. (laughs) Shout to the boys. (laughs) Chucking. Uh, so that was my college basketball talk for the week. Do you think that was like a like how far into the game do you think they were like, all right, we're just gonna, we're not going to take a two point shot? Uh, like halfway through the first quarter. I I want I want to watch the game. I got to go watch the full game because I want to know like was there ever an offensive rebound where it was like a clear go up with it and then it was just like not nah, kick, kick it, it back out, out. Yeah. like <laughs> three pointer for sure. I don't know. Shout to the boys. That's awesome. Grinnell. Legends. Okay, moving on. Let's talk World Cup. Yeah, dude. Uh, USA got eliminated. Sucks. Um, Hard-fought battle versus the Netherlands. But hey, this is this was the, like, we're here to play game. This is, that's what this World Cup was. Four years from now? Sheesh, better watch out. In, in North America... Yep. Everybody better be fucking fired up for it. We're coming to play. We're coming to play. There's all the young bucks this time around. Yeah. And then next time they're going to be veterans. Youngest team in in the World Cup since 2010. So shout out to them for even making it to the group stage. Yep. Something that fucking Germany didn't do. You cowards. So fucking... I'm excited, dude. Also, the World Cup today, Friday the 9th, is we're recording this absolutely electric two two games of penalty kicks fucking awesome 
I was Got to Croatia. I was telling Jack prior to starting recording, if if soccer was just penalty kicks, I would be a huge fan. That was absolutely electric. They just took all of the regular action from the past 120 minutes of the game. Pretty much nothing happened. There were four goals in 120 minutes. And then they just jam-packed it all into these penalty kicks. And I was sitting on the edge of the couch here, and I don't even really care about either of these teams. I don't even really care about soccer in general, and that was sweet. To say, okay, first of all, I, I like you to, I like that you're, you know, hyping up penalty kicks. That's cool. I want you to chill out on the on the soccer bashing a little bit here and say that nothing happened. There were four goals in 120 minutes. That's a goal every half an hour. That's pretty nice. <laughs> you watch baseball games for multiple hours. Nobody scores sometimes. Hey, game's the game, dude. I, I think I swear to God, I think you need to go to a like high level soccer game and like be in the experience, and I think you'll like it. Maybe. You'll you'll definitely understand it a little bit more. Probably, yeah. Because you'll be able to like see live, like oh, like here's where this guy's going, like here comes the build up play, like oh, go, yeah, and then you'll be like, okay, that was sweet, like I like that, that was awesome, and like sure, like there are times where nothing happens, but like. That's, you know, game's the game. But shot the fucking Croatia. That's my, I think I've said it on here before. That's my third-ish team tied with Ireland, even though Ireland's not that good. USA, number one. Poland, the motherland, number two. Croatia. Yacht parties, number three. I like it. I like it. Okay. Anything else soccer-wise? Not really, no. Do you have any baseball talk? Besides the White Sox are just an embarrassment of an yeah, organization. Yeah, just absolutely fucking trash bags of an organization. The White Sox suck. Uh, Jerry Reinsdorf, Rick Hahn, the entire front office, you guys are the fucking worst. You do absolutely nothing but disappoint your fans left, right, and center. It is painful to be a fan of your team, and that is being generous. It is... Like, like teams are fucking... The San Diego Padres signed Xander Bogarts, a shortstop. When they have Fernando Tatis, I understand that Fernando Tatis is suspended for, like, the first 40 games of the season. But still, you signed Xander Bogarts to 11 years. You already have Fernando Tatis. Dude, I would kill for the White Sox to do something like that. Kill for it. The, the only way, the only way that they can redeem themselves is if they sign Dansby Swanson. And that is not going to happen. Whatever happened to the um, Marlins guy? Jazz Chisholm? Yeah. Well, you got to trade for him. So that's is that still a possibility? Yeah, I mean, technically. I heard this on a podcast. Uh, I don't know if it's true, but I was told that uh, Reinsdorf gave Rick Hahn a $190 million budget. Dude. That is so fucking pathetic. Aaron Judge himself got three hundred sixty million. That's so fucking pathetic, and he has a hundred ninety million dollars to work with the entire team. That's so, not the no. It can't be the entire team. That's what they were saying. If if that's the case for the entire team, that's I thought it was like one hundred ninety million for the off season. Yeah, yeah, like that's that was his off season. Yeah, what he used to sign players this off season. Yes. So that's a little bit less pathetic than 
where you made it sound like that's the budget for how much he has to spend on the entire team as it is right now. Oh no, but but what I'm saying is like to get these big name free agents, they're yeah, going you got to be you got to be upwards of like 300 mil to a, get anybody. A single player is going for more than that. Yeah, the, like the the perfect example of it. One is San Diego, and two is the Phillies. The Phillies are what White Sox fans wish the White Sox were. Like every one of those guys that's on that team had their name floated around with the White Sox. And we just didn't sign him. Castellanos, Schwarber, Harper, Trey Turner, every single fucking one of them had their name right around being with the White Sox. And they just didn't fucking do it. Because fucking Rick Hahn and Jerry Reinsdorf and Kenny Williams fucking all suck. And it is pay- like I, I, I hate that I'm a stupid sports fan. I like genuinely, I want to not like them. Yeah. I don't want to like them. They bring me nothing but pain. I had two pretty dark thoughts this past week that I'd like to explore. One, um, why don't we just pick other teams? Okay, I thought about that too, because I was like, I was like, I'm just gonna be like a Mets fan, Sons of Uribe, if you know what I'm saying. But then, like, I like thought about actually cheering for them, like. I I can't get behind them like I can get behind the White Sox. Is that just due to proximity? No, it's due to like it's it's like ingrained in me. I feel like I'm betraying the team that I like. Well, they've betrayed us for like a decade. Sure. But like like the like the like put it with any other sport, right? The Bears. Like I'm not going to go out and pick like a fucking random team. Like I just am not invested in that team. I've invested my entire life in these teams. I'm no, not just going to go out and pick a different team. Sometimes you just got to rip the Band-Aid off and move on. Yeah, but, like, it's not the same. Like, ripping the Band-Aid off and, and investing a majority of your time watching these teams. Like, I've spent the last decade watching the White Sox. Yeah, so get out on the ground floor and go pick but, someone else. But I, I can't. I can't, like... I, I I could go out and be like, okay, I'm going to root for the Mets this year. And I'd watch like five Mets games, and the second the fucking Mets lose, I'd be like, I don't care. Like, I just, I just genuinely don't care. Then, my other thought, which uh, might be even crazier, it, it genuinely crossed my mind once college football ends to just go on a uh, sports cleanse just not watch no i'm not gonna do that the bears stink the bulls stink the socks stink like i'm i could guarantee you my blood pressure would go down drastically because i'm not having to put up with these trash bag organizations that i choose to root for well you want to know how you want to know how stupid i am so, right in the middle of this, when, like, everybody's getting signed, like, Trey Turner's going to the Phillies, fucking Xander Pogart to the Dodgers, Aaron Judge back to the Yankees, Luis Robert posted one video of him hitting a nuke, and I was like, okay, here's what's gonna happen. Like, Luis is coming back stronger than ever, we're gonna get fucking 2020 Yoan, Tim's gonna be, like, 2021, fucking Yaz is on the comeback season, Eloy's hitting dingers, Vaughn's the next first baseman, we can fucking do this, like, immediately was, like, talking myself back into it. I also uh, heard... And that's the thing, like, I can't, like, like you said, 
Like, if you were like, let's go root for another team, I couldn't do that with another team. I can talk myself back into liking the White Sox every fucking day because of, like, memories I've had with them. I, I don't have physical connection or, like, mental connection to other teams like that, so I can't ever root for another team, even if I wanted to. See, I could do that in the NFL and NBA. I, I, I'm, I don't think it would be really hard to give oh, up on that's, the Sox. That's coming from you fucking announcing Michael Jordan's name on the toilet when you were like five years old. <laughs> that's a fucking, that's a bold statement I, from I, you. I know, I know. But that was like, that was the Bulls' heyday. And I just like, I barely caught the tail end of it. Obviously, like the Michael Jordan era Bulls were just, I don't even associate them with today's Bulls. Those are just like two different teams. This is like Bulls 2.0. No, it's like, I'm, so I'm, in, I'm still in on both teams. But, um, shoot, what was I going to say? Like, the, the Bears, the Bears this year give me, like, uh, 2019 White Sox. Where, like, you're, you're starting to get some of the pieces up there, and you're like, okay, all yeah. right. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, we've sucked for a long time. Like, now we got our guys. Like, let's, let's start the build. I know, and then you look back at it, and it's like, what have the White Sox done since they were supposedly hey, back? Hey, they're not the White Sox. They're, they're the Bears believe <laughs> just him fields <sighs> fuck you jerry reinsdorf i honestly but also i'm so back at like louise that fucking home run was so i sick, honestly dude. think that jerry reinsdorf is the worst owner in oh, professional sports yeah by far we just gotta hope for like a instant death no like a like what the mets did where it was like uh who owned the Mets before Steve Cohen? I have no idea. It was some shitbag owner, and that's why they always sucked. And then they got fucking Steve Cohen, who was like, yeah, I'm just going to pay everybody a fuck ton of money. We just yeah. got to hope that happens with the White Sox. Yeah. And when it does, I'm not going to jump ship. I'm never going to jump ship on any of my teams. I'm just going to root for the day that eventually they get good, and I'm going to be like, fucking, let's ride, baby. Okay. Uh, what do you think... Okay. What do you think's the best age for your teams to be good at right because if you're young when, yeah yeah so oh, when I you're got you. i got you when you're young it's like it's not that fun okay uh like 21 to 30 i was gonna say right at 30 would be like the start of mine like 30 to 35 no no, no 28 to 33 um because at that time you are like financially stable enough that like you can, like, go to the games and, like, or go to the bars and, like, spend a good amount of money to be, like, yeah, I'm going to, like, this is going to be an experience. Yeah. But you're also still young enough to be, like, I'm going to get fucked up, and this is going to be awesome. That's that's why I was going with the 21 to 30 range because— But even, like, 21, like, you're still, like, still in college. Yeah, but college kids make dumb decisions. Yeah. Like, I could, I could scrounge up a couple hundred, maybe a grand— if my team was like in the World Series, know, Super Bowl, something like that, like I think somewhere in that twenties uh, to mid thirties is your prime sports rooting era. Yeah, I'm going. It obviously, 20, twenty-eight that. to like thirty-three is like. So I'm, I'm when I'm, I'm just I'm just entered it. Yeah, teams better get good fast. <laughs> I still got a little bit of time. That so that's my question. Uh, I th- I'm gonna exclude 
Notre Dame football from this because I think that's the number one. But out of the Bears, Bulls, and Sox, who is going to win the first championship? Or the the, the, net, the most next most recent championship? Bears. Really? Yeah. Oh, God, that's that sucks. No, it doesn't. Because, I mean, the Sox are in the World Series window. Yes, 100%. That, that kind of already closed. But but they, I, I think it's, I think it goes Bears, Sox, Bulls. Bulls are a long way. But the thing is, with NBA free agency, like, your team can kind of just change on a dime. Sure. But, so, I guess, I guess with... With my with me saying Bears, solely depends on this off season. Because right, so like your team depends on like like you look at a team like like the like the Chiefs and the Bills, right? Before Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes got there, they were both good teams. They weren't great. Agreed. And that that quarterback changed that entire team. Right. So if you can if you can put people around Justin Fields, which you have a, a top five draft pick, arguably, and a hundred million plus in cap space, the most by far out of any team, to like put some weapons against him and like actually play into how good he fucking is, then I think they could easily win a Super Bowl. The I mean, the reason why I said that sucks is because I still feel like with all of that, the Bears are still two years away. Sure. At a minimum. Sure. I would agree. So that means we got two years of shitty White Sox play, two yeah, years okay. of trash bag bowls. Yeah, but, like, at the same time, like, besides fucking Boston, what other city is, like, oh, yeah, I got to wait two years for a championship? Well, fuck that, dude. People, Most people, if you told them you got to wait two years for a championship, they'd be like, only two years? Uh, Hell yeah. But, but But when was the last one? Yeah, fucking a long time ago, dude. <laughs> Shit sucks. Yeah. But guess what? what? Two years, I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take fucking two years, dude. Oh, here you go. Here's Grinnell on TV. This is, a high, this is a high school gym. They got the volleyball lines out there, too. Who's 15? I think that was your guy. No, no, no. 13. Oh. Dude, yes. <laughs> this is hilarious. People need to go watch the uh, the highlights of this game. That's Love that, dude. Love that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Fucking. I believe in the White Sox. I don't know. Fuck it, dude. <laughs> I'm so indecisive about this shit. Like, I fucking hate Jerry Reinsdorf. I hate Rakan. But, like, I don't know, man. Team of Destiny. Whoa! That's your that, I'm not. Words. I haven't. De- I didn't deem them that. Okay, you were just throwing it into the universe. Yeah, positive affirmations. Sure, sure, sure. Okay, speaking of positive affirmations, let's talk positively about Notre Dame football. With some negatives mixed in there, but uh, just like right off the bat, not Notre Dame football specific, but college football specific. A thousand kids in the transfer portal right now. She. And uh, I need to fact check this. I'm not 100% sure the accuracy on this statement, but I was told that if you enter the transfer portal and don't find a destination, you lose your scholarship. Sucks to suck. That's tough. 
But yeah. I feel like you could always go to like a shitty school though. Probably, but I mean, transfer portal is just running wild. The NCAA has uh, lost control of college football. I can oh, tell you that. Hundred percent. They have no idea what's going on and no idea how to run it. But they're um, they're that gif of the guy with all the car wash supplies, yeah, like walking yeah. on. He's just fumbling <laughs> it. He's like, oh, fucking shit. Like that's the NCAA right now trying to manage college football. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Michael Mayer to the NFL draft, Isaiah Foskey to the NFL draft. The real shout story. Out, shout out to the best tight end ever at Notre Dame and the best tight end in the country this year, but not according to anybody else apparently. The the college football awards officially don't have any credibility. They mean nothing. Because for Michael Mayer to not win a single Mackey Award is absolutely ludicrous. Yeah, it's the dumbest shit of all time. Like, I'm at a loss for words. Like, in every statistical category, he is better than Brock Bowers. Uh, Minus one. Brock Bowers had more rushing yards. Ah, yes, because he had that one end-around play. Yep. Nice. Okay. That really put him over the edge, right? Yeah. That was what that was what did it. And and Michael Mayer played less games this year. Yep. So fucking loser. <clears throat> whoever made makes those decisions, votes on that, do they even watch college football? Or do they just vote for players on big name teams? That's yeah. my question. Yeah. I mean it doesn't make it literally doesn't make any sense. The, the, the Twitter world was blowing up, which was hilarious to see. Thank God. And, I, that, I mean, just goes to show that NCAA and the, the, the powers of college football are absolute morons. Yeah, fuck you, NCAA. Hate your guts. I think the Heisman is this week. You guys are a bunch of twerps. Speaking That's what the NCAA is, dude. I, didn't, I heard somebody said that in conversation that a twerp, and I was like, oh. Haven't heard that one in yeah. years right there, baby. Calling someone a twerp? How you doing? You fucking twerp. <laughs> uh, yeah, so speaking of awards that don't matter anymore, the Heisman, I think, is this weekend. Um, that award should go to the best player in college football, and it is just simply changed to the best the, quarterback. The quarterback on the best team. Yeah. Which sucks because... A certain percentage of the time, they're not the best player in college football. Um, I think Caleb Williams is probably going to win it, and that's I don't like. Um, the the it group- is tough though because like there's only one player that touches the ball every play, guaranteed. Right. So that's that. So makes that it that's even, the toughest part. But that makes it even more special when someone that's not a quarterback, like a sure. Manteo. Was yeah. in the running. Yes, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, sure. But like, like this year, I think the only snub was that like Blake Corm wasn't in the Heisman finalist. Uh, Hendon Hooker before he got injured, Tennessee okay. quarterback. Yeah, but he's still like okay. I'm arguing for people who aren't quarterbacks. Oh, is what yeah. I'm doing. Okay. Like the only one that should have been in there was Blake Corm. Correct. So like this year in particular, tough to you know. Be like, hey, somebody else should have won it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then back to Notre Dame football. Uh, Brandon Hillman commitment. Pretty big Braden? pickup. What? That was Braden. Brandon. Brandon Whoops. Hillman. Four-star athlete out of Virginia. Uh, kid won awards in high school as a quarterback, running back, and punter. 
He also plays defense. Uh, just the true definition of an athlete. And uh, I'm very excited, interested to see how the coaching staff utilizes him. Yeah. He had, um, I think his, his senior year, he passed for over 1,300 yards and 11 touchdowns. He ran for 1,200 yards and like 26 touchdowns or something like that. Uh, the, a lot of player comparisons that I've seen for him is Jeremiah Usu-Kormoa. Which is, which is high praise. Yeah, because I, he's a weapon on both sides of the ball. So, I don't know. I think Brian Mason is going to have just a, a field day with him. So he doesn't leave. Brian Mason? Yeah. Yeah, I, I haven't heard any rumblings about that. Good. So, uh, someone who did leave... Dylan Edwards. Dylan Edwards. It sucks. Um, there's it's good. There's good and bad to it, I guess. You know, um, I think Dylan Edwards is fucking. From everything I heard from high school stats, he's electric. Yep. Uh, he's a, he's a great playmaker, great running back slash slot wide receiver. Um, bit of a pussy when it comes to competition, though. <laughs> Just call a spade a spade. Yeah, right let's there. be honest. He. Uh, I mean it. I'm not going to fault a kid because he's like 17 years old, but like he committed to Kansas State and then decommitted and then committed to Notre Dame and then decommitted. I'm assuming Colorado and Coach Prime are just throwing the bag at him. I was told that he told the coaching staff that there were too many running backs and wide receivers. So Bit like, of a pussy. Uh, just if you're good enough to play, then just compete and play. Yeah. Bit of a pussy. But... Uh, it, it it does suck to see him go, but it's not like uh, not the end of the world. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it says a lot about your character. If you are looking at the group around you and being like, ah, I can't play with these guys, I'm just gonna fucking leave. Yeah. So, still like I said, the best. I mean, yeah. like I said, he's he's a kid, but yeah. Um, sometimes also a wild move for him to tweet out the picture of. Him and Marcus Freeman and oh yeah, he them. was with he was with uh, Freeman like the and the day Dillon before it happened, less than forty eight hours before he decommitted. Yeah, tough, tough look from him. Yeah, a lot about the character. Yeah. Uh, but also, who's the fucking running back? The freshman running back that I sent you the picture of today? Uh, Jadarian Price. <sighs> Jesus fucking Christ, dude! Monster. He's a, he's Audric? up there with Audrey Gestevay status. <laughs> fucking just give him the ball, man. Yeah. yeah. He got hurt though, right? He tore. Correct. So Achilles. I don't. I, I believe so. Yeah. I sent you that picture, and I think the caption I sent you literally was like, "Dylan Edwards saw this and was like, oh, yeah, I'm not gonna play with that guy.' <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't know. And like I said, it sucks to see him go. I think Jeremiah Love and Jaden Lamar are gonna be fucking studs, anyways. Yep. So like, you know, is what it is. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, I'm positive, not. I'm not worried about our running back room. I'll tell you that. I, I'm not either. But uh, speaking of positive characters. One, I don't remember if it was uh, Love or Lamar. One of them was, there was a Lamar that leaked about him going to Oregon. Jane Lamar. And uh, he just immediately called Freeman and was like, yeah, this isn't true. So, shout out to you. I, I appreciate uh Now that's the guy I want on my team. That's right. <laughs> that's, that's, right. that's a Notre Dame <laughs> kid right there, baby. So... Uh, we will be previewing the bowl matchup against the uh, the old cocks of South Carolina. <laughs> Bunch of cocks. But uh, not the, the, old, the old cockolas, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> the game cockolas. Game cockolas. Um, okay, that 
is all the sports talk that I have. You got anything else? Baker Mayfield Thursday night was pretty yeah, wild. Yeah, dude, that was electric. Uh, hate to see it, but also uh, Jerry Tillery costly penalty. Yeah, but then on the other side ben of the ball, Ben Skoranek. Lethal, dude. <laughs> is Ben Skoranek the GOAT? I was texting I was texting PT. I said, who would have thought that he would have been the best wide receiver that come out of Notre Dame? Right. Crazy. Right. Benny Scrow, baby. Uh, okay, moving on. Wrapping up the show with random stories, dumb thoughts. First thing right off the bat, though, we have the best thing in the world to start with G. I'm just going to go with good times. Oh, that is good. Good times. And it could good. arguably could be the best thing. Good times. Yes, yes. Uh, I had grandparents. Yup, grandparents. Good. Um, I had uh, my G. What up, my G? What up, my G? You know? And uh, the the old gift of life. It's pretty good. Gooch. <laughs> <laughs> just maybe just the word. I might just just with the word gooch. Uh, I love good gooch. <laughs> Rewind to the top of the show. The worst thing in the world: getting sick. Yeah, yeah. I hate that. Getting money. That's a good thing. Golds. Gold. Gold. Ghouls. Ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> Gelato. Dude, that that's one where like that's a, that's a J. Like I don't care what anybody says. That's a that's a J. I also don't think gelato's that good. I don't know what gelato is. Italian ice cream. What's the difference? It's made in Italy. Fuck that, dude. That's <laughs> ice cream. That's ice cream. That's just regular fucking ice cream. I have no idea what the difference is. Maybe the milk? Eh, suck it, fucking Italy. Um, the color green. Green. And green and green. gold. Green and, yeah. Boom. Irish. Boom. Golden Dome. Yes, that's another great one. How you one. doing? Uh, generosity. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> you take it and you leave it, you know? Let us know what we missed. What is the truly best thing in the world that starts with G? I don't know. Those great are friends. Things. Grapes. Dude, grapes are like hit or miss for me. Sometimes I'm like craving a grape. It's pretty rare though. Yeah. Grapes are like one of those things where like, I don't think I'm ever going to go out and buy, but like if they're there, I'm like, eh, I'll fucking, I'll Gilmore fuck with the grapes. I'm through this first season of that show. Never seen it. It's not bad. It's there. <laughs> okay. Uh, random stories, dumb thoughts here. My phone is about to die. I'm at 5%, so I'm going to get uh, the only one that I have left to talk about out of the way here before we jump over to yours, Jack. I took me 28 years, but I come to the realization, and it's a harsh one, my head um, is not shaped for to wear winter hats. Yeah, welcome to the club, dude. That took you 28 years to figure out? Yes. That took me like 10. I've known this my entire life. Like, most people can kind of rock a winter hat. Yeah. And I look so bad no, in Dude, it. I look like a fucking idiot. Unless unless it's like the full, like, ones that come down, like, uh, over your ears. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. 
that have like the little yeah. ear flaps on the side. The, like, but if you, you pop the ear flaps up, you look like a Russian like, yes, communist. Yes, 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 that hat. But if it's like just a normal beanie, yeah, no, I, I, I look horrible, it. dude. I, I can't yeah. wear it. I don't wear winter hats, dude. I got we get our heads are too big. We got big heads, dude. Well, I don't know if it's... You don't have as big a head as I do, but you have a big head. I don't know if this makes sense, but I think it's the depth of my head. Like, from my ears to the top of my head, is too. there's too much that the winter hat needs to cover up. That too, but that's because our heads are big. Well, mine's not big around. You got a big head. I'd say it's slightly above average. You got a big head, dude. But I'm I'm saying my ears to the top of my head is too much space for a winter hat to need to cover up to to still look good on my head. Yeah, I, no, I, I get what you're saying. I don't like it. I wish I could rock a winter hat. I've tried. There's I've found one that I can that looks okay, and it's like the extra large size Carhartt beanie, yeah. so that there's like still just a little bit of fabric. That's up the top. one I have too. Yeah. Uh but I have to, uh, it takes me like a solid 10 minutes to get it in the right position. And then once it's in the right position, yeah, I can't touch it. Cannot, it's not yeah, coming off I ain't the rest fucking of the with day. It. Yep. 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 100%. Took it 28 years. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. I've yeah, just that, been, took, uh, that took me about 10. I've just been rocking winter hats and looking terribly for the last 27. That's a tough one. Maybe I should have said something. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, I should be like, you look a fucking idiot, dude. Yeah. Sure. I, thought you, I thought you knew and thought you just didn't care. But that's what you really that need. Yeah. That's more. That's fine. If you're just fucking rocking, you're like, young for fuck. I mean, I don't, I'm not the one that wears winter hats for style most of the Like, I, it's not like an accessory that I throw on. Like, some people, the, yeah. can, some people can rock a beanie, like, as an accessory. But I'll be honest with you. I don't like a majority of those people. Like, people who rock winter hats inside, fuck you. I'm impartial. Like, why do you need it inside? I'm a big, like, if you don't need it, why are you wearing it? Well, uh, maybe they have my problem where the hat is on, and then once you take it off, your hair is so messed up that you just can't. Sure, sure. But if you're inside, like, we're chilling. Like in, don't put it on in the first place. No, 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 not even that. But like, if we're chilling, I don't care if your hair's fucked up. I think you're a douche if you're wearing a winter hat inside. <laughs> so like, figure it out, you know. What else you got? Well, I just wanted to bring up the story that Brittany Griner is back. Mm-hmm. Shout out to uh, Vin Diesel. There's nothing he can't get done. Dom Toretto brought the family, and he fucking got Brittany Griner back. That was all Dom Toretto, baby. All Vin Diesel. That's what he does, dude. That's what Vin Diesel does. Also, I'll be the one to say it because I know you're biting your tongue. I am very happy that Brittany Griner is back, but that's the dumbest fucking trade that we have ever made. We dealt back a Russian arms dealer whose nickname is the Merchant of Death for a WNBA player. Yeah, I I'll think be the one to say it. That's stupid as shit. This is not a political show, obviously, and uh, this is not a political statement either. 
but I think we got fleeced on that trade. Yeah, 100%. We needed, we needed uh, like, at least... We were clearing cap space for <laughs> sure. Yeah. We, we needed some cash considerations, maybe another player in that a deal. A future first, like, yeah. dude, something. <laughs> like, I'm, a, like a, I said... one-to-one like, one straight up is, uh, yeah. as you said, glad that uh, Brittany Griner is back in the United States, but... Uh, when when I saw that that dude's nickname Victor Victor Do, I've, Dor, I, I just know him as the Merchant of Death. Victor Victor Dor or something like that. Dot Dot maybe. When I saw that his nickname was the Merchant of Death, I was like, we got fucking bamboozled on this trade. Yeah, and like I said, I I am all for doing whatever it takes to get Brittany Griner back to the United States. Like she deserves to be back in the United States. Blah blah blah. Whatever. If they're holding a, if Russia is holding a WNBA player and they're like, hey, we want this Russian arms dealer back, I'd be like, all right, fucking chill out, dude. You could get like some guy we caught that was speeding yeah. in the United States from Russia. Like, that's who we'll give you back. That's and more that's of a comparable crime. Yeah. And that's it. Griner was arrested for weed. Yeah. Not, not the like possible genocide of like multiple groups of people. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we. we I don't needed, know. We needed like, I'm saying two first rounders plus cash yeah, considerations. Like seriously, whoever is the, <laughs> the USGM. I mean, the fucking he got. Smoked. It might have been Jerry Reinsdorf. Yeah, did we did we throw out Jerry Reinsdorf to negotiate that trade? Probably. It's fucking just the worst of all time. I mean, holy shit! <laughs> the right. merchant of death. <laughs> It's I, fucking, I, come I, on. I don't want to get into any other political talk here, so that is where we are going to wrap up. Shed Some Light, episode 209. Hope everyone has a fantastic weekend. We'll be back the next time that we record. Uh, tell your friends, your family, anyone that you come across this weekend to check out Shed Some Light. Give us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. We will read it on the next show. And in the meantime, keep them cold. Keep them cold, everyone.